Hey guys, this is Courtney from Lil's Bloom and today we're going to talk about the 2023 forecast for all of the signs. So before we dive in, I highly recommend watching for both your rising and sun sign. Sometimes people ask, you know, why your rising sign? Um, and this is because it will determine the house placements. However, over the years, I've also been watching for my sun sign and this has always been really relevant as well. So I highly recommend that. The other thing I will add is that this is not going to go over all of the details of 2023. That's going to be super overwhelming, take way too long. So today we're really just going to cover these larger kind of cycles and transits happening that will affect you on a soul level that will kind of direct where your life is going, but maybe not each and every specific event. That's more so what I'll be doing in the moon forecasts. If you guys are interested in learning about what all of the transits are, all of the transits that I would look at that are important for 2023, I created a whole Notion template that you can purchase down below and I've listed next to each and every transit kind of the energy of what you can expect. So if you want to, for example, choose a really good time to go on a date or to launch something for your business and you can't really afford to have a full-on reading with me um, and you don't really know what the energies are going to be like coming up for your for your planning for your months ahead, then I highly recommend checking that out. It took me a super long time to create. I went through hand by hand, day by day on the calendar and also on my astrology app looking at the chart to see what the energy was that day the major transits and what we might feel so i highly recommend taking advantage of that i'm going to have it at a really really reasonable price just so that everyone can get their hands on it and know what to expect and i also included charts for every new and full moon so you can see all of the aspects themselves and then you can also kind of follow along with me when i do my weekly forecast with the new and full moons you'll be able to pull up the chart beforehand maybe make some predictions if you're learn learning astrology and of course if you want to learn astrology with me I also have a course astrology 101 that I've been adding lots of content to and it's just a very powerful way to learn about yourself your purpose and what's coming up for you in the year so if you're interested in that and you like the way that I teach astrology or talk about astrology definitely check that out down below. Um, soon I'm going to be launching a kind of workshop webinar style video with you guys where we're going to cover some really important topics that will link back to the astrology course. And that one will be totally free and very, very helpful. So stay tuned for that. Now let's go ahead and jump into all of the rising signs. All right, up next we have my beautiful Capricorns. So you guys are going to have a big year this year because Pluto is finally leaving you alone. <laughs> um, it is going to come back into your sign, but let me just rewind and say Pluto has been in your sign of Capricorn for the last 15 years, since 2008. And it is finally going to make its first debut in the sign of Aquarius from March 23rd to June 11th. It will not remain in Aquarius. It will retrograde back into Capricorn and it will stay there. But at the start of 2024, for the next 20 years, it will be in Aquarius. So again, you will finally get a break from having Pluto in your sign. And so it'll move from your first house into your second house if you're a Capricorn rising. And this is really taking the shift off of this pressure that it's been putting on you to become the person that you can become uh, to empower you. So many of you might see this last little push this year the last few months, you know, June onwards, 
of Pluto being in Capricorn to be like, well, who do you really want to be? And are you as empowered as you could be? And we're getting that massive transformation. So again, some of these little facets of yourself could undergo some really big internal changes to become a more empowered version of you. When Pluto does move into the second house from March to June and then in 2024 onward, you're going to have this transformation in terms of monetary results, physical rewards, your sense of security, what you create out in the world for abundance. And it'll be a lot around not just the development of yourself as a person, which was Pluto in your first, but now more so what do I now have to offer other people? What do I have to offer in terms of skills or um, traits that can be considered valuable? So it's more so a focus on value rather than the actual traits themselves. So you guys are going to have a huge 20-year cycle to focus on what is value? What about me is valuable? What about what I create is valuable and how does that, how is that reflected in my relationships and in my financial world? So really big time for you guys. We also Saturn moving into the sign of Pisces in your third house on March 7th. So this is a time in which you will have a transition into focusing less so on creating financial security for yourself and maybe squirreling away money or being really realistic or maybe even sometimes pessimistic about how much money you have. Um, being the focus has been really on how can I be responsible caretaker of money and maybe bringing more worry to that area of your life. Now it's moving into your third house where it's asking you, how is your mind creating your reality? How is your communication creating your reality? How is your interactions with others creating your reality? And so you start to really see how we can influence what's going on around us. And Saturn in the third can maybe sometimes bring us um, to have a little bit more challenging situations or have to step up a little bit more in some area of our life to focus on our mind and our mindset. So for some of you, that could be going back to school and learning. For some of you, this could be teaching. For some of you guys, this could be just very simply working on your thoughts every day. But Saturn is always asking us to put more effort and responsibility into whatever area of our life it resides in. If you have siblings, this could create a little bit more tension or distance with those people in your life. So just kind of keep that in mind. If you start to notice that oh, I don't really feel close to my brother or my sister anymore, um, it's temporary. It's, it's a two and a half year transit and it will get better after that. Very likely, I will say. I only say that because I have very much seen that in my clients' charts. Like they will just full on not be talking to their, um, you know, sibling at a certain period of time. But it will really indicate, it will really vary depending on what's in your natal chart in the third house as well. So the kind of experience you get always is going to vary based off of your chart. If you ever want a reading to figure out what that will look like for you, then definitely go to my website, willisboom.com. All right, we also have Jupiter in the sign of Aries. It has been here in 2022 and will continue in 2023 in your fourth house until May 16th. So very nice time for family, for home. Um, if you guys are looking to move houses, um, if you're wanting to have good relationships with people within the home, if you are um, specifically 
like you're specifically able to grow within a home environment. So maybe you're spending more time at home. You're reflecting more on your relationship with your family members and growing from that experience. You're reflecting on your emotional reactions to things based off of your history and your past with your family. So it's a lot of self-awareness, a lot of growth that can help you have more peace within your inner being that can lead to more external stability as well. And it will again remain there until May 16th. And then it will transition into your fifth house, into the sign of Taurus. So Jupiter in the fifth is a really nice time in general. It's when we start to experience a little bit more abundance. So this is a time when it's like, okay, I finally get the payoff for all that really hard work I put in. The fifth house is a house of increase. When Jupiter moves to the fifth, and the seventh house or the 11th house and sometimes the seventh, we start to really feel like we're getting what we've put into something. We're getting it back. Um, and so and for many ways, you guys might feel like you are having more money or more friends, more time to focus on yourself. You might feel more optimistic, more positive. You might feel like you are in your essence, in your creativity. Um, you might also feel like your dating life improves, your relationship with your children improves. You might notice that you are spending a little bit more money um, and that you're just kind of enjoying the things in the moment, going on trips, socializing with friends. Um, and you have a lot of opportunity to grow in your particular um, area of innate gifts. So it's like if you've always had a, a knack for sewing, maybe you take up sewing and really learn a lot about it. And so you'll start to see like, what is my special unique qualities and how can I shine those out into the world and get good luck and opportunities as a result of that effort. We also have been having the North Node in Taurus in the fifth house already. So you guys have already kind of been working on this area of your life a little bit. So um, the North Node in particular is going to push us outside of our comfort zone and bring in faded events and people into our situations to help us explore that area of our life more. So all of the things I just listed off, you've already been working on a little bit. You've already had the universe kind of being like, well, what are your unique qualities? You know, what, what do you want to do for fun? How do you express yourself best? Like what relationships do you want to have in your dating life or with your children? Um, and with the South Node of Scorpio in the 11th house, it's been really drawing your focus away from your existing friends. So it's like, maybe you've had some change ups in friends. Uh, maybe your energy is pulling more towards your personal expression and you working on yourself and the things that you like. Um, and it's not so much about putting a lot of energy and emphasis on those existing connections. And it's going to change on July 12th. The North Node will move into Aries in the 4th and the South Node will be in your 10th in Libra. So having the North Node in your 4th house is a time again in which we can expand through our home. So you've already been having Jupiter here. Um, which again can create more growth opportunities and learning opportunities within the home that feel uplifting, that feel like they are evolving you as a soul. And then the North Node moving here will have that same effect after July 12th. And it might even make you feel like you want to be more independent within the home sphere. So um, what does it look like for you to do something on your own? Is this like you kind of redecorating on your own or doing construction on your own or moving out on your own. There's something where, yes, you're involved in home and family and all that, but it's something about you as the individual and how you create your own identity within that familial space or that home space. And with the South and 10th house, you might discover that 
you have a shift in your career. The South Node can indicate a letting go, but it doesn't have to. Sometimes it's about karmic retribution. So we put so much effort and now we finally get some results as uh, a result of all that effort that we have put in into our career. Or it could be that you are shifting and changing jobs. It really is going to depend on your chart, what other aspects are going on and transits for you specifically. We have all been experiencing Mars in the sign of Gemini for a while now, and it will continue to be in Gemini in your sixth house until March of 2023. And this area of your life has been having you work super, super hard. You might have felt a little bit imbalanced, like your mental or physical health is kind of kicked into overdrive and is a little bit more anxious. There's just a lot of busyness here, a lot of responsibility, a lot of hustle. Um, and so this will start to calm down after March. You can kind of feel that you maybe get a better hold of things or you have less anxiety as a result of what you're doing. So maybe you grasp onto it with more um, understanding or better routine that makes it more manageable. We all are experiencing Venus retrograde from July 23rd to September 4th in the sign of Leo, which for you will be in your eighth house. So Venus retrograde is not my favorite time of the year. It happens every year and a half and it's felt very strongly. And in many ways, it asks us to reflect um, on our value systems and whatever area of life it hits for us. So in your eighth house, this is going to bring up stuff from our past. This is usually around our family. This is usually around our emotional triggers, our availability for intimacy or our fear of betrayal whatever planets are here um, in the eighth house will be kind of reanalyzed and reassessed in many ways. So when it goes retrograde, we're kind of looking back and we're like, oh, I see how maybe these insecurities have really fueled this decision or this action and I need to make adjustments in my life. Um, or I have been preventing myself from opening up and being vulnerable or I've taken on too much debt and I need to kind of reevaluate re if that's something that I want to continue to do. So there are different ways that this can come up, but when it goes direct, we will have learned so much more about that area of our lives and we will pivot in a way that will help us align better with the person that we want to be in the future. Um, all planets are moving direct from January 22nd to April 21st. Very important time in which the energy of the universe is on our side. So we will have the most momentum, the best time to say yes to things. Of course, we'll still have difficult transits. Those are always a part of life. But when all the planets are direct, it's like the energy is just flowing out and supporting us in a very beautiful way. So definitely act during this period of time. All right, lastly, before we jump off to the cards, on April 20th, you guys have a solar eclipse in the fourth house in the sign of Aries. So this can bring about some changes within the home, within the family. Um, and because it's a solar eclipse, it can have a more external side effect. So you start to literally see it manifest in your life in some type of way. The fourth house is the most hidden part of the chart. It's the least visible. And so in some ways, there are a lot of things happening underneath the surface that actually have to stimulate this external change. But regardless, I think we'll notice both the internal and external where you might move, you might have a brand new birth in the family. Um, things just really start to shift in that area of your life. May 5th, we have a lunar eclipse in Scorpio in the 11th house. You may have some transitions and friends at this period of time. You might realize that certain people are not aligned with who you want to be anymore. Um, you could have more kind of emotional realizations about what you need, essentially. October 14th, we have a solar eclipse in Libra in the 10th house. So this is an opportunity for you guys to possibly gain some kind of career traction or development in your career. So it is a solar eclipse, but it's with 
the south node. So we have an interesting blend here of kind of maybe needing to um, let go of the old identity and embrace the new in some ways, which can be very, very exciting. On October 28th, we have a lunar eclipse and Taurus in the fifth house. So I really feel like this is going to help you see an increase in finances because of Taurus in the fifth house. Um, but it is a lunar eclipse. So it's, it's usually going to be also an internal process. Who do I have to be and believe I am to be worthy of this receiving, to be worthy of being seen and noticed and celebrated and admired? And so that might be something that many of you guys are kind of wondering about or dealing with at that specific time. And we'll get into the eclipses more specifically as time goes on. All right, so now let's go ahead and jump into your cards. All right, so... Starting off this year, I asked like, what energy are they coming into this year with and how are they leaving? And you got the Cobra energy for the first card, which is how you start the year. It's pausing, waiting, and the inner teacher. The Cobra represents a teacher or spiritual guardian. So many of you guys might be in a phase in which you are feeling like you are waiting for your next big steps. And some of you might quite literally be learning from a teacher or you might be wanting to be a teacher of some information, but it's like the time isn't quite right. Um, there's more steps along the way that you have to go through to get to that next phase. Um, but there feels like with the pausing and the waiting, it feels like the universe is holding you in a little bit of a liminal state. It can either be unknown or you're like chugging along and working towards something, but it feels like a pause in terms of like what your big ultimate goal is that you really, really want. And then it's funny because by the end of the year, you have totally different energy. Totally, totally different, um, which feels like it's going to pick up the pace significantly. So starting off this year in this phase of kind of waiting, you're going to end this year moving very, very fast with this cheetah card. Um, we also have the golden egg which is all about our heart chakra, I believe. Um, really listening, like introspection, listening to one's heart. There's something about that where I feel like you guys are coming into your own this year and you're discovering what it is that you really, really want and what you're gifted at. And then when you do that, when you pursue that, it's like it picks up the pace 110%. You start taking off and flying towards your goals and achieving a lot of the things that you really, really want. Um, and I see that in the cards also as well. There's a big shift that's happening this year in terms of speed, momentum, and also self-understanding. Like I feel like you might somehow still be a student at the beginning phase. And at the end of the year, you're no longer a student. You're, you're now implementing. You're now mastering. It's like a totally different perspective and identity that you're going to come from. So we start off this year with the wheel of fortune and the strength card um, and the five of cups. And I really feel like what this is saying is that this is what's transforming for you this year. The wheel of fortune is indicating that fortune is shifting. And with the strength and five of cups, I do feel like things have not necessarily been easy for you guys. I feel like you've had many kind of disappointments along the way, things that you consider failures or, you know, untrodden paths or half trodden paths, things that didn't really work out, um, things that left you disappointed and felt like it, I should have been better or this should have been better. This should have worked out. And the strength card is like a lot of perseverance of, I just have to keep going. I just have to be strong. And the wheel of fortune is telling me that you're no longer going to have to do that anymore. By the end of the year, you're going to shift into what is your divine service and purpose. 
and that is going to be this once this happens that's going to to open the door for this next phase of things to move very quickly um, and very intentionally with the seven of pentacles and the hierophant again i feel like you guys are studying or at the very least studying oneself but i feel like many of you will quite literally be studying and with the seven of pentacles you're going to be working on something that will last you into the long-term future that you really really want that makes sense for who you are so again i feel like once you grasp onto that things will move so so fast not only because it aligns with your nature and you're good at it, but because it's what you truly want. So your energy is matching it in terms of your soul, your purpose, and what the universe wants for you. And then it's like all of the roads clear and all of the past five of cups moments and mistakes and feel things that felt like a failure or disappointments suddenly become easy, suddenly become worth it because you have now found why you are even here on this earth. So very, 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 very purposeful time. Um, I definitely think that's going to come in, especially around October with these eclipses in your 10th house. Um, I'm excited for you guys and I, I can't wait. So just definitely comment down below if you enjoyed this or give me a thumbs up. If you want to see what all the transits are for the entire year, I created a notion template where I literally go through every single day. What are the most important transits and write down the energy of them so you can plan for your breakthrough days or if there's a bad day, you can kind of plan around it. So definitely check that out if you use notion and you're interested i also offer readings if you want to see how this year is going to affect you personally and lastly if you want to learn astrology from me if you enjoy my style and how i explain things i have a really beautiful and in-depth course for i think a good price and it's called astrology 101 right now i might change the name one day but definitely check that out i want to be adding more content and then probably bump up the price so if you're interested i would join now and i hope you have a great one bye